This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Fabacher. You're listening to episode 68. We were made for a relationship, but so often our relationships are broken, and when our relationships are broken, we are often broken too. One of our deepest human desires is to be known, but we often have lost ourselves along the way. And this podcast is here to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness, a place of authentic connection where you feel truly known. So come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. It feels hard to love right now. We are in a now of racist massacres of black men and women in a supermarket, of Southern Baptist leaders protecting the abusers rather than the abused, of 19 children from Texas meeting Jesus well before it was their time. This now is a hard to live in now. And it's hard to love in too. It feels easier to hate, to hold on to resentment, to speak our minds without lifting a finger to actually help those who need it, to paint our bodies blue or red and hit our chests with our fists as we scream at the people painted in the other color. A few years ago, I felt some of these things because of a work situation I was in. All I felt growing in me was anger and hate and bitterness, even a desire for revenge. The darkness was creeping in and taking hold before I even knew it, and I became a shell of a person because of that. I remember trying to find something to cling to, to ground me so this anger wouldn't carry me away. And I came back to Colossians 3, repeatedly. In fact, I wrote a portion of it on a purple note card and taped it to my desk so I'd see it every day in the very place I felt the most anger and hate. And where we are and are now, I think Colossians 3 is the right place for us to return. It's like coming home to who we are in Jesus. It's remembering who we are, that there is no place inside us for anger that turns into hate, that we have the light of the world in us and darkness can't remain when that light is there. So today, I want to read part of the chapter over you and with you from the Passion Translation. I want you to close your eyes if you are able just for a moment. Lean into whatever you've been feeling lately and let these words wash over you and remind you of who you are. This is Colossians 3, verse 5. Live as one who has died to every form of sexual sin and impurity. Live as one who has died to the desires for forbidden things, including the desire for wealth, which is the essence of idol worship. When you live in these vices, you ignite the anger of God against these acts of disobedience. That's how you once behaved, characterized by your evil deeds, but now it's time to eliminate them from your lives once and for all. Anger, fits of rage, all forms of hatred, cursing, filthy speech, and lying, 
Lay aside your old Adam self with its masquerade and disguise. For you have acquired new creation life, which is continually being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you, giving you the full revelation of God. In this new creation life, your nationality makes no difference, nor your ethnicity, education, nor economic status. They matter nothing. For it is Christ that means everything as he lives in every one of us. You are always and dearly loved by God. So robe yourself with virtues of God, since you have been divinely chosen to be holy. Be merciful as you endeavor to understand others, and be compassionate, showing kindness toward all. Be gentle and humble, unoffendable in your patience with others. Tolerate the weakness of those in the family of faith, forgiving one another in the same way you have been graciously forgiven by Jesus Christ. If you find fault with someone, release this same gift of forgiveness to them. For love is supreme and must flow through each of these virtues. Love becomes the mark of true maturity. Let your heart always be guided by the peace of the Anointed One, who called you to peace as part of His one body. And always be thankful. Let the word of Christ live in you richly, flooding you with all wisdom. Apply the scriptures as you teach and instruct one another with the Psalms and with festive praises and with prophetic songs given to you spontaneously by the Spirit. So sing to God with all your hearts. Let every activity of your lives and every word that comes from your lips be drenched with the beauty of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. And bring your constant praise to God the Father because of what Christ has done for you. My friend, your anger is justified. But don't let it consume you. I'm angry too. Let it push you to action, sure, but not action that hurts others. Remember who you are. Remember that to love is to forgive, to let go of the anger that consumes, to let peace reign in your heart. Not a passive peace that ignores systemic problems, but a peace that is stronger than the anger in us. I know it's easier said than done especially when it's not just individuals, but systems who anger us. But what if we took a step of bravery together today? What if we chose to let go of the anger and hate? What if we were honest with God and ourselves about how we felt, how we really felt, and asked Him to get the justice we so desperately want to see? What if we sought peace by taking action? What if we love even in the heart of the now? What if the light in us can snuff out the darkness of the world? I'd like to end just with a simple prayer because it's the only thing I know to do. 
Jesus, there are moments when words fail me. When I'm so angry at the disgrace of the world, at what it's become, at mass shootings and grieving families, and people in power taking what they want when they want it, and neglecting the needs of people under them, and even abusing the people under them. All of this brings up so much anger in me, and I feel it. Bitterness is setting in, but I don't want that darkness to win. I have the light of the world in me. Will you show me how to love in the now? How to forgive and be a beacon of peace? How to take necessary action and live compassionately and graciously? How to release the hurt and resentment and anger at your feet and let you get justice in your name? Amen. As always, my friend, thanks for sitting a while with me. I know that we have all been grieving together collectively for so long, but I trust that remembering who you are and loving even when it feels impossible will help you take a step toward wholeness so you can finally see what good relationships are made of. To finish up, the transcript for this episode will be on the podcast page on my website, karafabacher.com, as well as other resources that can help you get back to a place of wholeness. And you can always come follow me on Instagram at karafabacher. A big thanks to my friend Robert Hargrove for creating our beautiful music for the show and hope writer Alana Dawson for editing. Until next time, friend, I'll see you soon.